0: Final play. Taylor over the top to Waller. Can't bring it in. Taron Johnson defends. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by Bet MGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
1: Uh, Mike Tarico at the call last night, Sunday Night Football, final play of the game. Bills come from behind, went over my giants, 14 to 9. let's do some good before we do some bad just on that game. I tweeted this last night um, at the Costos. Uh, we talk about this a lot on the show, but I just think it bears repeating. Um, Mike Tarico is on the one to ten scale of NFL play-by-play broadcasters, is an 11. He's unbelievable and is, I think, right now at this present moment, operating at the absolute height of his powers. He knows what's going on Instantly. Remember we talked about this last week with the Brian Anderson call when Bryce Harper got, uh, got doubled up in uh, game two of the, uh, the NLDS sure. against Atlanta. And Brian Anderson immediately in the moment is able to diagnose exactly what's happening. I feel like Mike Tirico knows the rule book better than the officials do. He immediately knows exactly what's happened before the officials even call it. It's like a flag comes out. He's like, oh yeah, it's a false start on the left guard. And like, I'm really good with this stuff. And I'm like, how, the- how does he know that? And I guess like maybe he has like a great spotter that's like helping him with all the stuff and sure. they just have this great rapport. He's the just like he's with the he's, receivers.
0: He's so the unreal receivers are, like, dude. Trying to get the snaps like off like the CFL stuff. Absolutely. Totally agree. Like he was just it's Oh yeah, like I know that's been a big thing around the league. Uh this uh, got teams will run plays and he'll be like, "Oh, that team tried that play earlier today." Like in the second quarter. Be like what? he's
1: he's 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 outrageously good he's outrageously good so that that's the good from last night uh the bad bad? from last night um (laughs) like i i know like when we do giants commanders like we'll have a lot to say about like Dable and about the team uh and I said this after the Arizona game in week two. But there are a couple games per year where I really get like sucked in from the fan perspective, and I didn't have a bet on the sure. game last night. Cider total went two and zero with props. Also, like how about the Quinton Morris anytime touchdown call? That one Crazy. was that one was that one was, was, was pretty bell. good. I got a absolutely. I got a in the morning on a bus when I roll myself and just, uh, <laughs> Gonna catch I, uh, a
0: touchdown. <laughs> It's all running. right
1: because I cashed eight to one. Um, there are well, couple a
0: couple times When my way. <laughs> when Josh Allen misses Knox
1: and Stephon Diggs is double covered, Quinton Morris is open in the end zone. <laughs> Allen rolls out the pass and he throws it down the field. Quinton Morris catches it and now we're rich. No, we're not. But it was good. Quentin Morris and he wins us our bet. Uh, A couple times a year, I get sucked in as a fan to these games. And I found myself last night, big time, getting sucked into this game as a fan. I knew when I was like viscerally angry at the end of the first half, I was like, well, I guess I'm in now. I'm just like in as a fan now. And to have it end the way that it did, and my favorite team has had a couple like real, like, just absolute shellackings this year. 40 to nothing against Dallas. Obviously, they've gotten handled a number of the, the Seahawks game was absolutely ridiculous on Monday night a couple of weeks ago. Not competitive in that game, the Niners game in week three. Uh, I would rather 100 times out of 100, and I know some fans will disagree and say, well, like last night was actually better because they showed you something. I'd rather them lose 40 to nothing like they did to Dallas and have the game be over, like, basically at the end of the first quarter than to have it go down like that to the final play of the game. And I have, like, no critiques of, like, what what happened at the end. I had friends tell me, oh, well, you got to give the ball to Saquon. It's like, really? With that offensive line? You want to hand the ball off to the guy the entire stadium thinks the ball's going to? I had no issues with the play call. And, yes, it's probably pass interference. Also, the Bills were going to interfere with Waller every single play until like until the world ends. Cause that's cause why not? There, there there's no downside right. to it. Just b- replay the down from the same exact place they snapped it from previously. So I had no issues with what the Giants did. But just like to lose like that as a fan, where as a fan, Ken, you're starting to build the case. Oh my god, we win this game. We're two and four. And then next week, home Washington, three and four. And then the week after that, it's the Jets four and four we're back in it all of a sudden and now sure. it's just done and not that they were going to make the playoffs anyway just uh just like ain't that a kick in the junk is just that it sucked yeah. last night it really sucked last as a fan it was terrible also bills right, fans cause... i'm sure were pretty happy
0: oh absolutely and that bills gave you kind of a clunker of a game and it had like all the right ingredients right like tyrod played like awesome for most of the game, like, actually was great. Like, it's it's crazy, and this is true for a number of teams now, that when they drop back to pass, you, you like, know before the snap, you're just like, he's got to get rid of it in, like, one second. Like, the second that he drops back, the ball has to be out. And it's, it's not, that's not unique to the Giants. Like, they're the worst offenders because they have the worst offensive line, like guys off the street playing last night. And, but, like, the Patriots are like that. The Jets kind of are like that sometimes, where you're just like, Panthers you're watching these offensive been... lines. Panthers is a great example. I think there's one other one that I'm forgetting. God, I mean, the Bengals are like that sometimes. I was just going to say go like Cincinnati. Yep. Cincinnati. Yeah, Chicago is like that sometimes. The but Wash, like some Washington, Howell
1: gets sacked a million what? times yeah.
0: every game. Howell's on pace to get sacked over 100 times this year, I <laughs> think. It's just ridiculous. And I don't know if we've ever had so many of these teams where if it's a, like a, a, a pat, an obvious passing down, obvious passing situation before the balls even snapped, you're just thinking like, this is going to be so dicey. Like this, I mean, like he's got to get rid of it right away. And you know, to play in those conditions has got to be so difficult. Like as the quarterback, like, I can't imagine what it's like, like, you know, you're going to get hit throughout the game and you know that like, you know, you're going to take some hits and you're going to get sacked and you know, it's like physical sport, obviously, but like to know on every drop back, Like, you might get bulldozed every single time, and it's, like, the likely outcome. Like, not that, like, sometimes it's just going to happen because their edge rushers are really good. Like, no, you're going to get bulldozed, like, every time. And just, like, I can't imagine, like, what that's like. Like, the courage required to still be like, yeah, I want to play quarterback. Like, that sounds awesome. Uh, I thought he was great. And just, yeah, it had all the ingredients. Buffalo wasn't playing great. They were doing stuff wrong. And the Giants were kind of like methodically moving the ball. Like, uh, you know, what, Slayton made a couple crazy catches down the sideline, right? So it kind of had everything. I I found it an incredibly compelling game. I had no bets on it i was like i was a like, captivated the entire I was switching back and forth between that and the alcs and I, I like almost didn't miss a snap the entire game i thought it was really really interesting and yeah just to have the end of the half and the end of the game both be like in the exact same fashion almost right like unsuccessful plays in goal to go situations uh from inside the the two yard line in both cases pretty crazy
1: uh you better you bet nick and ken magnificent football monday we'll get to p squared b squared for week seven in a second Anything else, Can any other thoughts? And, like, we can, we'll can, we weave them in uh, throughout as well when we talk about teams and games, et cetera, coming up. But anything else stand out to you from, uh, from yesterday that you'd like to go over here before we officially start with the Saints and the Jags?
0: Yeah, I got two things. Uh, one's an award, and one's uh, just a, a team conversation. The award, so we talked about MVP on Thursday, and I think we did it on Friday, too, because I said, like, Mahomes kind of gave you an okay performance. They won. The chiefs won the game they won by double digits and they only have one loss but it was just kind of like a meh statistical game wasn't great and i think i said like if this is what it's going to be then like he's not going to win somebody else is going to win and so that's how he started us this week in terms of mvp candidates and their performances a ton of just clunker bad stat line losses in some cases like you go down the board for most valuable player right now Tua continues. I mean, the, the good news, we'll get to the Dolphins. The fake part of the season is now almost over. Like, the the part where you play teams, and it's 14. Like, they play the Patriots next week. That'll be another one. But, like, they got some really tough games. Like, this isn't what it's going to be every single week. So, like, yeah, Tua played the best, and he's the favorite. Well, and B- Bills
1: have the, the Patriots. Favorite. Dolphins have the Eagles on Sunday.
0: Uh, I mean, I, the week after this weekend. That's what I mean. Got so, it. like, they're almost got done it. with the fake part. They got the Eagles, and then they have the Patriots, and I think they have, like, the Chiefs. I think that's the international game, in or something coming up pretty soon. Right. Yeah. So it's the, my point is just, it's not going to be 14 against the Giants and Panthers every single week. So he's, he had another good stat game and he should be, he absolutely should be the favorite right now to win. But you go through every other, every other candidate, you go like Mahomes. Yeah. They won, but like, did you like that stat? If you bet Mahomes to win MVP, were you happy with that game on Thursday? There's no way you were happy with that game Thursday. And if you bet him to win most valuable player, Josh Allen in the game we were just talking about. like a a very Mahomesian kind of a stat where you're just like, okay, like you won, but like, this is terrible statistically. Like, what is this? this Jalen Hurts throws one of the worst interceptions you'll ever see in your life and loses the game as a result of it. Their first loss of the season. And like, yay Jets. Also, if they just punt it deep, Zach Wilson's never going 70 yards for a field goal in that situation. Like, brutal turnover and like not a great stat game for Hurts. Purdy... Which is just, I mean, it's not even worth victory lapping the last week. Like, this is the worst time to bet someone. Like, it just played out the way the market thought. And that's all I was saying. Like, it played out the way where this was a weather game and it was going to be low scoring and the defense is really good. And that's how it played out. That's all that happened. And, like, he almost, not that he can't win now, but he kind of almost can't win now. (laughs) Like, that's actually what it is. Um, His whole thing was based on efficiency and he was, like, seven for 35. So, like, you know, tough. Lamar, they won. Anybody happy? You had a Lamar ticket? You're really thrilled with that performance? Like, you go through all of these, like McCaffrey, kind of, like, all the fringe candidates, all the non-corpers, forget about it. Forget about it. So my point is just, like, you go through everybody, and you get to tonight, and you go, I don't know if he's going to do it, but if Herbert ever, like, went big tonight... There's a big vacuum for, like, a huge price drop for somebody that actually has, like, a compelling statistical case. There aren't many of those guys right now. None of the quarterback—we talked about Mahomes for 12 weeks last year. Is he going to throw for 6,000 yards? Is he going to break every record? Whatever. There aren't a lot of those seasons right now. Like, Tua's only got one because they played this schedule. Like, that's kind of why he's got one going. Nobody else has record-setting stuff going on. And not that Herbert will either, but you you go down the board and you go, man, if all these guys are kind of whatever and just lukewarm as candidates, maybe Tua just wins. That's the easiest explanation. Sure, of course. But you get to like Herbert and you get to Burrow and you go like, this is the kind of setup where somebody like that can win. Because these other guys, you just go like, I don't think anybody's enthused with any of these guys. I don't even know people that enthused with Tua as an MVP guy because he's got Tyreek on the same team. He's going to win Offensive Player of the Year probably. And and Raheem Mostert, by the way, who is on pace for like ninety
1: touchdowns this season.
0: Right. So the award. So just like the last point on MVP is like Tua should definitely be the favorite. You also have a looming, interesting voting decision where they have the favorite to win MVP and the favorite to win offensive player of the year. And the favorite to win offensive player of the year is further ahead of his peers than the favorite to win MVP is ahead of his. Tyreek's way further ahead of everybody than two is ahead of anybody. We don't even know if two is ahead right now. We have no idea. But Tyreek's definitely ahead. And are voters really going to sit down if the Dolphins go 12 and five or 13 and four, their win total in the market's 11 and a half right now? Are they really going to sit down and be like, let's give them both. Let's do that. Which, by the way, unless it goes to the same player, I believe has never happened in the history of the league to have MVP and Offensive Player of the Year come from the same team and not be the same player. And Tyreek's not going to win MVP. And uh, two is definitely not going to win Offensive in, Player in of the Year. In
1: 2007, did Brady win both? Did Moss win Offensive Player of the Year or Brady no, won Brady both? No, Brady won
0: Offensive Player of the Year that year. Yeah. as, as and They both set records. That's a really good question. But, like, you've had these setups before – And yeah, like Mahomes has won both, Brady's won both. Like you have like those types of quarterback seasons. Matt Ryan won both, I think, when he won MVP, maybe something like that. I think Peyton Manning won both when he broke the records with Denver. So just like you, you had those, it's never happened with two different players. And man, like, cool, if they go 16 and one, like they can win all the awards in the world, sure. But if they're like normal good who suffers like they're they're really going to get both really like voters are going to decide to do I'm very skeptical that that's going to happen and then that okay now I have a knock on Tua I got all the other MVP guys now who the hell's going to win now what the hell's going to happen just feels way way more wide open as a result of yesterday
1: if uh what should our Justin Herbert MVP song be I think maybe for the for the Chargers lightning crashes by live like great great song like the uh the mid to late 90s because it, so the Ooh, idea is
0: like, do you think it, how many people like remember that song? <laughs>
1: I think people around our age do, right. for sure. Okay.
0: Was that your favorite live song? Did you like live?
1: I don't, know. I don't think I can name another one.
0: So, the, I remember they had an album when I was, so this was the same time that like Smashing Pumpkins were really popular and everybody had like, Melancholy and the infinite sadness was like the album that everybody owned the CD. Everybody owned great lives album. I believe was called throwing copper. I think was the name of the CD maybe. And it had that song on it. And I hate, I like hate that song. I just think that's a bad song. Like I would, if it came on, I would change the station or I'd like walk out of the room. They have a song called I alone that I used to kind of like teenage angst get down with a little bit. It was like pretty angry. And they performed it on MTV unplugged. And I remember whatever year that was, I remember thinking like that—that that was a really important thing that I, like, in my life, that I needed to watch MTV Unplugged <laughs> because Live was going to play "I Alone" and I was going to have some kind of like cultural experience consuming this. And now I like—I I probably haven't listened to that song in 20 years, <laughs> but I remember in the moment being like, if if somebody had called or somebody needed to do something, I'd be like, no, I need to watch MTV Unplugged because Live's going to play "I Alone" Live. and this is important to me. Justin Herbert.
1: Gonna win MVP Dropping So, how about... <laughs> back again. How about. How about how about Jake Mad Eye Moody? Like uh, too much time spending no, the, 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 the spending on the dark arts, not enough Mad-Eye, time trying to kick field maybe. goals at the end of the game. Just to, to uh, you mentioned that Josh Allen looked Mahomesian in at points he, last uh, night. Kelly Armas and I went to the right. <laughs> <Yeah>. the right <laughs> so went, yes, the ball was gonna go in, and then someone yelled Avada Kadavra, and the ball died right. and in flight, yeah. and then went Your wide right. Died, uh, so. yeah. that with Allen and Allen and Mahomes. I guess the difference is when Mahomes plays like that, I always feel like the Chiefs are still gonna win, and when yeah. Allen. Yeah. plays like that, I feel like the Bills are going to lose. Um, and this last note, uh, I have nothing to base this on. I, I think Jalen Hurts is hurt. Like, that was a no. weird, weird game, and he never plays like that. Like, some of these decisions, not getting, like, air underneath the ball. I, I have I, – I don't know if that's true or not. There's my observation watching the game was I don't think this dude's healthy. Uh, on the other side, P-squared, B-squared, Week 7 in the NFL. will start in the Big Easy, Saints and the Jags on Thursday night.